This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number that's 603-283-6160 and i would like to thank steve reddell who is a gold level amplifier with us here at free talk live an amplifier is someone who helps to advertise market promote and support free talk live that means that steve reddell went to amps.freetalklive.com that's amps.freetalklive.com and that means that he is donating monetarily to free talk live to keep us on the air and as on as many stations as we could possibly get on and i would just like to thank you so much steve we all thank you here at free talk live and we appreciate all of our amplifiers that's amps.freetalklive.com if you'd like to learn more and thank you steve in the studio with you tonight you've got me bonnie Jay Noon. And Mark Edge. And we did have a caller on the line in the last segment. I'm going to bring Justin in New Hampshire back on. Justin, in the last segment you were talking about, you said that you have, um, I think you said, two decades of experience as a law enforcement officer. No, I have one. So 10 years, 2012 uh, to 2022. Nice. So you were saying that one thing that you really support that's a bill in New Hampshire right now from a Belknap um, representative is making it to where if somebody gets arrested for disorderly conduct, or not disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, then it will need to have been a lawful arrest. Basically, cops will be incentivized to not just arrest people when they're upset, not just arrest somebody when they want a reason to arrest them, but to instead have an actual reason for a lawful arrest before they arrest someone or else they won't win in court. Is that correct? Uh, mostly correct. So it's actually uh, Carroll County Representative Mike Belcher that uh, submitted the bill. Oh, okay. And the rest of it is, is correct. So, you know, it's basically just talking about resisting arrest. And it's not so much that, thankfully, I haven't seen this abused. I know it exists. I know people have probably have stories where it has happened to them, but it's essentially just checking that if you are going to arrest for resisting arrest or detention, there has to be a lawful reason, and it wouldn't so much get thrown out in the court because it already pretty much does. It would be the fact that they would probably be open to liability personally for that, and, and charges wouldn't even be able to be in the first place. In my opinion, it's it's weird to me that so many people stood up apparently at the hearing and said, oh, we can't have this bill go through because it will make things unsafe for police officers. It just seems to me, in my opinion, 
that it would make things safer for police officers because if you don't start arresting someone unlawfully, well, they're less likely to punch you in the face or something, you know? Yeah, and that's accurate. So in my career, you know, when I got out, it was a situation where the training standard has dropped. It's our dropped significantly because of the war on police, and a lot of that stuff is false. But the public perception of it is that less people want to do it because of the retirement system not being really quality retirement system. You know, people that are planning their financial future that still want to do it aren't doing it. You know, back in 2012, I kind of felt the same way. I really wanted the opportunity. So I just did it anyways, knowing that I could pull at least my money out. And that was my, you know, my situation is not good for everybody. But part of my sheriff run this year is actually going to be talking about a lot of this stuff. I did it last year. You know, I lost in a Republican primary. Um, I don't know if I'll run Republican or Libertarian this time. I have till June to decide. But mm-hmm. I want to get this out there because the retirement benefit's not really good for the employee because they can change it as it goes. And there's a lot of issues I can really get into as far as that specifically. But one of the things that no one talks about is that two years ago, I believe, and I'm paraphrasing, the contribution for a state retirement group two, which is what law is, was raised. So it was, I started, 11% of my pay every pay period went into my retirement that you have to do. You do not have an option. You have to opt into this. The city or town's contribution was 22%. That went up to 30% a couple years ago arbitrarily, and not a town or city made a peep that I'm aware of. And that's the type of stuff that as taxpayers, I'm pro-police, I'm pro-first responders, obviously. I'm trying to make that culture better. But it has to be a reasonable cost. And cost per employee, part of the reason that we have stagnation and people wanting to be first responders of any kind is wage stagnation, which is kept low because the cost for the town per employee is so high. So one thing I would say to you, if you want to run as a sheriff, I don't remember which county you said, but is to go to, do you know what the Free State Project is? Yeah, I've been following that. I mean, I try and keep up as much as I can all around, uh, and a lot of that stuff I support. I mean, I think that instead of, you know, I'm, I guess, Republican, but I kind of lend more libertarian now because mm-hmm. uh, the Overton window has shifted. I, and I don't know how I'll strategize that, but I'm going to be in Carroll County, and part of the reason I moved up here and want to run up here is that you have a bunch of conservative like people where, I know that we're branded as radical or extreme, but apparently just wanting to be left alone and having low taxes is extreme behavior now. Well, I was just going to suggest to you that you maybe start going to free state or meetups because, I mean, from your point of view, it's it's great that you were a cop for 10 years and you don't, you didn't abuse your powers or anything. From my point of view, it's absolutely insane to think that someone believes someone out there believes that this doesn't get abused a lot. Like all of my friends who have been arrested, I would say 95% of them 
just get slapped on a disorderly conduct for no reason. Or that too, but I also resisting arrest a lot of times. It's so abused. I just think that maybe you need to like look at the other side of this. And libertarians in New Hampshire are like the number one most abused group by cops. Not not anyone else who claims to be. It's so funny uh, that other people act like they are. And no, no one in this entire universe knows more people than me have been abused by cops, it seems like. Yet somebody will come up to me talking like I can't know what I'm talking about, about police abuse. All I'm trying to say is that it sounds like you have a lot of very similar ideals to the free staters and the libertarians i do think running as a libertarian is more if you want to do activism for the libertarian party of new hampshire and that it would be best to run as a republican even if you do feel uh, personally libertarian that's just the advice i would give as just a person who listens to you know has my ear to the grapevine that's basically it um the other thing I would suggest is maybe trying to look at the other side of the situation because it seems like you're like almost almost there, but you don't. I I can't see that you you have all of reality in your view. Do you see what I mean? I guess I I don't understand what you're saying as far as like the reality of of what exactly. Critique him a little bit on what you, where you think he's not following. We love you so much, Joe. Straight, straight. Joe, we're never gonna up at you, bro. So, that was somebody from the chat. I don't even know how that happened. Sorry, that was not me. Um, so, what I was going to say was that, basically, it seems to me that this gets abused a lot. I just, I think that if you want people to vote for you, you should be more down-to-earth and not just, cops don't really abuse this. Yeah, they do. They that's, do it a that's lot. That's actually not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. So, I'm glad that you... This is what I like, is that I don't want people to just agree with me. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I want to be able to articulate it. So I don't think it's not abused. I'm saying where my personal experience with the people I worked with, I didn't see it abused. Okay. I know it's widely abused. That's why I brought it up. All right. So, um... I mean, I worked with my... I don't care about credit or anything, but I was the one who approached Mike and wanted him to support this, so... Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, he mentioned. It's a really good uh, bill. bill. He, me- he mentioned uh, in his uh, testimony about it that he was approached by law enforcement. Uh, and, anyways, uh, Justin, do you have uh, like any social media uh, that you could uh, that you use, or a way that people could follow you that you want to um, uh, let listeners know about? Oh, absolutely. So I, I have to get some content on Rumble and whatnot, so I can have more video content to be more informational. But I'm still on Facebook, Worthley for Carroll County Sheriff. I have a Telegram channel, Worthley for Carroll County Sheriff. And then I'm on Instagram as well, Worthley for CC Sheriff NH. So I I have to work. I'm a working stiff like everybody else. I just have the experience to do it. Seem to be the only one who's interested in doing it. And it's 10 bucks to run. And if people get behind me, then you can have a constitutional insurance policy in Carroll County anyways. Nice. I, I appreciate your running. Another fella who's uh, going to be running for sheriff also is uh, Jason Gerhard. He's going to be running on uh, Merrimack County. and That's definitely needed. It'll be tough there. Yep. Uh, I've worked in there for a couple of years, but I've already seen the uh, craziness of them calling him a felon and all this other stuff. So 
I mean, oh, when sure. you're getting the flack, you're over the target. Well, so an- another thing I'd, I'd hope to include in show notes tonight and bring up right now is there is a, a notice, a people's notice that was created by essentially the David Jose folks. Are you familiar with David Jose and Chris Noyes, possibly? Uh, Chris Noyes a little bit. No, the other person, no. So David Jose is kind of the guy who uh, taught Chris Noyes about the affidavit and you know notice process you know giving notice to the uh to the to the trust servants because all the public servants are you know uh they are give they are part of they are fiduciary to a trust and a trust is the constitution and uh if you heard my um testimony today in the in the uh, house bill 1012 i started off with you know i am one of the people you guys are fiduciaries you have a fiduciary responsibility uh you know being you know the government you know the state representatives and uh Anyways, it was a job form. Uh, you know, uh, Jason Gerhard got arrested for recording in the federal court building, and there was a notice that anyone can uh, uh, fill out and and basically do this online uh, job forms. You know, with an electric sig- uh, e signature, and it will get emailed to uh, uh, the clerk of courts at, at at the federal court. It'll get you know, Jason, I believe, will get a, a copy of the email. And uh, this will be putting all these uh, government employees on notice. And I would encourage uh, you, Justin, to um, check out uh, some of this stuff here uh, about these notices. You, you will probably start, re- I guarantee as soon as you become sheriff, you're going to be receiving these notices. In fact, I've been collecting um, business cards from every law enforcement officer I meet, uh, inclu- including the, the two that testified today. I got their contact information because I'm adding them to the notice list so they can be notified of, you know, what their duty is, what their fiduciary responsibility is. But, um, uh, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're running. Uh, that's great. And even if like guys like you and Gerhard, uh, you know, don't uh, get elected, the fact that you run and put this word out there and get people, you know, interested, you know, get people's attention is um, very, very much worth it. And I have, uh, thank you for bringing that up because I wasn't actually thinking about that, but. This was not something that I really ever even set out to do. This is more of a necessity thing, and I know a lot of people say that. But the one thing I will say to anybody who's on the fence out there, because all of us have to fix it. Okay, There's no president that's going to fix it. There's no even state reps to a lot of points are going to fix it. It's going to be local control, essentially. I know they get thrown around a lot, but when you restore that locally and we get involved, we will win. So I may not win again. I hope I do. If people actually understand what I'm about, I probably will. But at the same time, even if you don't, I never worked in this county, and it was a sheriff that was here for eight years, and me just putting signs up and connecting with people, which is rewarding in itself, shook the establishment, I guess. I don't want to overstate it. But at the same time, I'm a nobody. I'm just like everybody else. You know, have I had a great career that I'm proud of? Yes, but I'm just a normal person like everyone that's listening to this. So you can go do the same thing. It's really not expensive at the county level. It's 10 bucks, and you can do it. If you care about humanity and you care about your neighbors and don't want to pay taxes and host a bunch of free people in your house, you might want to get involved. Yeah, actually, I ran for uh, state rep uh, last time around as a Republican. Uh, and in fact, uh, if I can run for state rep, and I say if I can because you know my wife really doesn't want me to, 
But uh, if I do again, I'm in a college town, so I'm going to uh, run as a Democrat. And um, I'm going to basically just go uh, essentially uh, work the college and talk to the college kids. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things I can identify with these, you know, inner city college kids, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, the situation with DCYF, because they all have, you know, horrible experiences with DCYF. Uh, You know, most of the kids at at New England College, you know, come from like New York City, Hartford, Boston, Baltimore and stuff. So they've everybody in in the inner city knows someone who's been terrified and harassed by, you know, Child Protective Service uh, Industrial Complex. And because uh, one of the things I'd like to do is abolish that organization. It, you know, it's a it, it's a horror show. And I'm 100 percent with you. And save a lot of money. Yeah. Save yeah. Well, ju- just and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is New Hampshire is the only place on Earth that you're going to see this many liberty minded people running as Democrats, running as Republicans, running right. as, uh, you know, independents. And, and mind you, I don't think you're going to win as an independent. But, you know, you get your name on the ballot and it gives people an option. Yeah, I think and, running as one of the major party things is the best thing to do. Just, you know, tell people whenever you're getting an interview, like, yeah, I lean libertarian. Like, you don't have to lie, right. you know. And uh, one of the so I want to encourage like people to run as libertarians, not 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 just people, but libertarians, people who care about freedom, uh, people who are even conservative to run in the college towns and in the urban areas. If that's where you live as a Democrat, we need to have uh, libertarians uh you know, on the Democrat uh, ballots in these places where they only vote for Democrats no matter what. And what's really cool about, like, when I go, next time I run, I will run as a Democrat because I get to debate all the other Democrats. And, you know, the thing is, the Democrats are pretty easy to, um, to, to, to debate to debate because these guys lack wisdom. Most of the guys running as uh, Democrats, they're, you know, they, they've never really had an actual, like, you know, they've never been entrepreneurs. They've never really done any kind of actual real hard work. Most of these guys are like career parasite class government employees. Oh, I'd love to debate a Democrat. That's something I hadn't even thought about. And like, you know, the the women are actually way more. So the, the women on the Democrat side would probably kick the crap out of any man on the Democrat side because they're so much tougher because most of all these Democrat men that I come across in politics, whether it's Massachusetts, New York, Vermont, or New Hampshire, they're they're, they're textbook soy boys. <laughs> just about all of them, and there's and, not a firm handshake on any of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, I did get a firm handshake from a man today. He is probably the manliest Democrat that I've ever met. <laughs> Who was that? At, that uh, that was Wheeler, Representative Wheeler. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a he's really great. cool dude. But like, you know, he's like from Manchester. You know, he probably uh, you know grew up in kind of a rough neighborhood. You know, I don't know anything about him. I'm just assuming that. It is but, but he gave me an actual manly handshake, and I was like, "Cool, He's yeah, great. I like that guy." He's great on drugs, and at least. What I like is um, just to have a better choice, no matter what the primary is. It would seem really terrible to me to have two liberty-minded Republicans running against each other in the primary, and one knocks the other out. I'd rather have the choice of a liberty Democrat and a liberty Republican running against each other in the general, and then I had to choose between them. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the the funny part about that, and that's a great statement, is that for regular working people that care about America or Constitution or what this country is about, you're going to agree on those things. 
some, you know, most of those people are probably going to be Republicans statistically. There are Democrats that just vote that way and have an insulated life so they don't really deal with stuff. But now things are getting so crazy that they do, they're kind of sitting back and going, I don't know if I can get on board with this stuff. And that's what creates conversations where I've had all sorts of people come up to me, and it's, it's cool to have support and care about popularity, but it's popular. Speaking of that, you know, even if you can't run, go be a poll watcher. Do something. I mean, I, our election up here last time, you can call me a denier, but it shouldn't take me five days to find out I lost. If I lost, then that's fine if, if I did so fairly. But there's a lot of anomalies and weird stuff. And if it didn't happen up here, it's definitely happening everywhere else in the state. So yeah, I, there you is... have to have some kind of integrity to have confidence in it. Yeah, my experience in New Hampshire is is that in a town of, I don't know, 1,200, 1,800 people, something like that, maybe I'll get 600 votes. And they're all put in a wooden box and counted by the end of the evening. You should know by nine o'clock. Every time I voted, it's been an electronic voting machine with no receipt that's that's prints out or anything. That's because you voted in a big town, but hmm. Mark was talking about voting in a little town. Um, now, well, uh, I, even, I mean, where I live in Bakefield, the way that they district it is weird because it's not all one jurisdiction. Like I vote in a separate place than Brookfield, which is across the street from me. Mm-hmm. But, and I have issues with that. I think it should be consolidated if it's all at the same tax base. But at the same time, you know, I voted with a ballot, and I honestly, last time, you know, purposely filled it out so it would get hand-counted, and I didn't even have my own vote. But then when I reported that to the Secretary of State's office, they returned, they, you know, they refer you to the Attorney General, and it's like, they're, they're not going to do anything. So Wow. But I was at least able to, under, they got them to acknowledge that that was fraudulent, the Secretary that was in there. And I'm like, so even though this happened, because essentially I was just getting it, wanted a recount. And they said it was denied because it wasn't within the margin. But I brought that up. Mm. And they admitted that, but then said, oh, well, we don't investigate stuff. So you have to go to them, and then we'll think about Give it. Give you a run around. So can you tell yeah. us um, what, what it takes to do to a ballot uh, to make it so it gets hand counted? Because I think that would be a really good thing to force the hand count. Well, so let, well, they changed it. So it was supposed originally right before the election, the general election or the primary. They they had so much pushback for people with this concern that they came out with an addendum to the manual. So it said that if you had a printed ballot and someone put in, or basically went to other and wrote in a candidate, supposed to be picked out. Justin, uh, 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Don't go anywhere. 603-283-6160. You can call in with whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. 
Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. USA News Update. From the campaign trail to the courtroom in Manhattan this week in the new E. Jean Carroll defamation lawsuit, the former president, Donald Trump, claims he is the victim. And I frankly am the one that suffered damages. I should be given money, given damages. A judge overseeing the trial threatened to toss Trump out Wednesday. He was accused by Carroll's lawyers of audibly attempting to influence jury members, and Judge Lewis Kaplan agreed. An appeals court decision is a big loss for Apple, for now, while the tech giant has achieved a workaround fix for an earlier U.S. International Trade Commission ban on Apple Watch products, the Alphabet Company now has an appeals court ruling upholding the ban. So far, Apple's managed to work around the earlier restrictions by importing redesigned versions of the newest Apple Watches from overseas under approval from U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
radio that you control. And 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That's 603-283-6160. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Jay. And Mark Edge, remotely from Honduras. And Jay, you had something you wanted to tell the listeners? Yes. Uh, so I will be speaking at Anarchapulco uh, this will, uh, this year. Uh, Anarchapulco Reborn. It is the 10th anniversary. And uh, it is uh, February 11th to February 16th in the uh, beautiful Secret Garden uh, in uh, Acapulco, Mexico. Uh, there is a whole list of speakers. There is, I don't know, 120-some-odd attendees that are on the uh, Whova app right now. Uh, I'm getting pretty excited about it. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of um, you know chatter going on with the uh, the Whova app. You get access to that once you sign up. Uh, but if you uh, want to check this out, there's going to be basically there's people from all over the world attending this, and I've been chatting with a few of them. And there's going to be a whole bunch of influencers there. Uh, you know, uh, like um, <clears throat> you, you know, just like I can't think of names right now. But anyways, and uh, a lot of uh, great stuff to learn, a lot of great stuff going on. I'm going to be speaking about investing in our posterity, uh, essentially how to raise our kids so they're useful and valuable how to get them to earn their dopamine hits. And if you, and I'm going there with the wife and my two kids, you'll be able to meet us all, hang out with us. And if you uh, go to uh, anarchopoco.com and click on tickets and use coupon code J, J A Y, you will get uh, 10% off your tickets. There's also going to be other workshops you can buy like ayahuasca ceremonies and, um, all different kinds of ceremonies and things you can do, uh, like alternative medicine stuff, stuff that I, I really don't know much about, but is very interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning about uh, things and just the experience of uh, getting out of the cold for a week and going to Acapulco. Well, thank you for that, Jay. We also have Justin still on the line. Justin, you said you just wanted to wrap up what you were saying about making sure that the ballot you put in gets counted by hand and how they change that? Yeah, so my specific uh, comment is what they did last year, there was a specific essentially protocol for anybody who wrote in a bunch of stuff. You could still write for a candidate that was on the ballot, but wrote it in and filled in that circle of other space. It was supposed to get kicked out or segregated and then go to be hand counted. So my specific vote for myself, you know, I, I proved, I didn't follow it all the way through, but basically proved that my vote didn't count for myself and because I, I had some other questions. But I don't know if that's going to be the protocol this year. So it changes every election. They set the regulations and stuff beforehand and can do details like that. And that basically came from a push of people who wanted paper ballots in the first place that they keep stonewalling. So are, are you going to do some uh, research on that? Are you going to be aware of that new protocol? And if you are, could you call us back and update us with that? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I appreciate the, the time, and I'll call in as regularly as I can if you folks will give me time, because yeah. I'm not actually doing any of this because it benefits me, because my life's pretty easy now that I retired and I just have my farm and my old cars and stuff. And it would be easier to not do any of this, but... It needs to be done, and we need qualified people to do it. So I'm willing to do that, even though I'll probably have a lot more headaches and a lot more gray hair. 
You know, just because you said you got to farm in old cars, I mean, that's all I need to hear to like you. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I'm a pretty likable guy. I'm I'm a regular guy, man. I'm not not even going to make any more money doing this, so. We really appreciate the call, and I think I think it's great to hear from somebody who's trying to do something um, here in New Hampshire, and it's it's great to connect with somebody who maybe doesn't have the same experience as us. We hear from a lot of libertarians over and over, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's great to let libertarians have a place to speak on the air, but it's great to connect with somebody who's um, more conservative, used to be a cop, and agrees with us on a lot of things. I'll tell you something about cops. Mm-hmm. I have had many, 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 many police interactions, probably more than most anybody I know, even a lot of your hardcore activists. And I will tell you right now, 90% of my police interactions have been positive. So for years, I was essentially a truck driver. I would drive to Canada, you know, three times a week to go get hay. I would drive to upstate New York and go get hay and haul it back down to, you know, southern New England. So I dealt with a lot of police and uh, um, and a lot of the times with the police, it was, you know, I had some breakdowns. Like a night like tonight, for example, it's really cold. It's going to get down to like four degrees. You're, it, it, it's like nothing for your diesel pickup truck or your semi truck to like have a, a gelling, fuel gelling issue, issue and be broke down. And I can tell you, I've had, I've uh, been stuck in snowstorms. I've been, you know, broke down on the side of the road either because I blew tires, because it was super cold, fuel gelled up. I've had cops go out of their way above and beyond to help me out. And most of these cops were like... Well, they're stealing from you, so it's great that well, they would also help you while well, stealing from you. Whatever. They're there doing a job. They're running, you know, running the three-way, for example, upstate New York. But one thing i got to say about, like, a lot of the state troopers I dealt with upstate New York, all those guys came from a farming culture. Uh, grandpa had a farm and uncle had a farm. So like they re- related well with me. Sometimes I had horses on, I had, ho- I had broke down once and I had horses and I was in Pennsylvania and this cop calls his wife, tells his wife to get in, to put buckets of water with covers on them in the pickup truck. And a half an hour later, his wife shows up with the pickup truck with about 60 gallons of water so we can give all the horses fresh water. And I've had cops run me run to Napa and pick me up parts. I've had cops just be super, super helpful. I got to say 90% of the time, the police have, it has been a positive experience, even locally with this uh, DCYF situation. I've had the local police in my local town, uh, they have they they were good. They were just like honorable. Uh, you know, they'd be the, they're they're the, and 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 really they're the kind of cops that like when I see them, and and and, and I, they're walking towards me, and I get a good feeling. You know, when I my local cops, uh, you know, I just interact with them. Hey, how you doing? Give them a handshake, whatever. They're just like uh, you know, pretty pretty nice, all right people. Well, I mean, it's just like anybody can be nice, like. A lawyer walking down the street might hold the door open for you and then 10 minutes later be in a courtroom knowing he's lying about someone trying to ruin someone's life. That's exactly what all cops are doing. And the thing about it is they might believe they're doing something good, but they don't have a basis in morality because they believe they have authority over other people. So the thing about it is if somebody wants to run for sheriff and they want to make things less oppressive for people then i support his right to do it i'm not saying i support anyone for sheriff of Belknap or carroll county or anything like that but i definitely am interested in having more conversations with that guy and appreciate his call but we have chuck from washington on the line chuck you're on free talk live what's on your mind yeah thanks for taking my call uh, uh 
a great call, by the way, the last caller. I, I always enjoy listening to Free Talk Live for the understanding of what's happening locally as far as politics is concerned, and it helps me get a glimpse. By the way, I wanted to mention I'm listening to you on KTOX in Needles, California, here in Washington State. And, uh, yeah, I'll just say that. Um, now, one of the things that I would like to ask you, and I think since you have a nationwide program, some people out there are probably dying to know what your observations are as far as this presidential, the Republican caucus and everything that's going on in New Hampshire. And I was wondering if you could quickly elaborate on some of the observations that you've made as far as uh, candidates. Not, I'm not talking about the two mainstream candidates, but you know some of the other candidates who are out there campaigning and what kind of uh haha you guys are seeing out there all the you know streamers or ticker tape parades or what are, what are you all seeing out there in new hampshire well i'll jump right in on what i thought about it um my first thought is is that trump with this historic win i mean it's historic why um, i didn't hear be- about that being sure. historic yeah, it's uh, Bob Dole in 1988 won by 12 points in um, Iowa, and I believe that was the largest margin in that uh, caucus. Uh, you know, at that historically, caucuses haven't been around that, uh, and primaries haven't been around that long. So we're not talking about the entire length of uh, the U.S. history. Trump got more than 50 percent. Half of the half of the people that voted voted for Trump. Um, and they went out in a blizzard to do it, or at least in very cold weather. Oh, yeah. Trump apparently weather. was quoted saying that going out into the blizzard to vote for him is worth dying for. <laughs> and um, with Vivek dropping out with 8%, basically you're left with a three-person race. It's uh, Haley, uh, DeSantis, and Trump. And I think that... Trump's victory, if he can continue to pile up victories like this one, he makes himself too big to fail. So what I mean by that is is that it was possible if Trump sort of beat everybody, but he only beat him by a little bit, that the Republicans, uh, the GOP, the, uh, the convention – would come back in, I think it's in July, and they would say, uh, yeah, you did great and everything, Don, but you're just a big liability and we're going to cut you loose. Um, and then they would take the next closest person. And, you know, like I don't, I'm not talking about what I'm wishing for. This is just an analysis. And Trump mm-hmm. won by such a gigantic margin that if he can continue to have these huge margins, the GOP won't have a choice. He'll be too big to fail. They'll have to take him as their uh, nominee, and they'll go from there. Um, so, you know, the, you get to you get to pick. You know, do you like Trump, who will probably have Vivek Ramaswamy in in his cabinet somehow, whether he's the vice president he's or he hasn't called Free Talk Live, by the way. Um, he's he, making his rounds. Uh, uh, Mr. Ramaswamy, I, I think he's been really making his rounds on talk radio. Uh, so uh, uh, Iowa and uh, Alex Jones and some of the... He's a former listener. Uh, he, sa- he said that he listened to the show, so he must know how it works. Um, he's welcome to call in. <laughs> I, wouldn't and... doubt, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I, I, I would really love it if like v- v- everything Vivek is saying is truth. Um, and, and, and he's being true and honorable, honorable and not just trying to sell us some snake oil. I have no idea either way. He almost sounds, to me, he sounds too good to be true. Uh, 
but and, 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 and I really, really like a, a lot about what he says. One thing I can tell you that uh, we have done in my house is we, we the, the landline is unplugged. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean, Mark, right? Yeah. Uh, if you oh, get a man. landline in New Hampshire uh, every four years uh, in the quadrennial. I just imagine that. Yeah. Oh, you're just getting God. pounded. Yeah, it, it just rings nonstop. And it's it's um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So so it actually, um, uh, one of my friends was like, "Oh, can I get your your landline forwarded to my phone? I would love to." Uh, you know, he's he's down in Massachusetts. I'd love to answer those calls. Uh, and we, we never looked into it, but anyways. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just we just unplug the phone because it's ridiculous. I mean, and on that topic, oh um, New Hampshire Granite Staters have a tendency to lie to pollsters. Hmm. Um, so I don't. How, they say Haley's doing. What's that? Sorry, I just, I never heard that. Like, why is that the case? Why Granite Staters? Why are they liars? It's weird. Jay, are you annoyed oh. that um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people yeah. are calling your landline asking you about how you're going to vote? Right. When, well, you're, um, when your toddler's sleeping, finally taking a nap, and the <laughs> phone rings, and, and you go to the phone, and it's just some, you know, it's some pollster. And half these, like... Like uh, so, what was it? Um, twenty twenty you know, is when we got the we moved into that house in twenty eighteen. So twenty twenty, you know the like anti Trump like you know the way that these like poll questions are like framed. It was like very much like anti Republican, anti freedom, anti Trump. I don't think I got a single poll question that wasn't some pro-socialist you know liberal garbage hmm. um you know from you know from these things i get so, yeah. pro-socialist liberal garbage in the form of hey would you like to support the police unions and i just hang up yeah i get that one from to my cell phone occasionally hmm. uh but anyways yeah we would get that one a lot to our uh, landline but yeah so, so definitely i would tell them things that would like just totally like were useless to their um, you know, sort of to sort of like derail their, you know, their, their poll because they're, these guys are garbage pollsters anyways, like 99% of them that are calling. I don't think I ever got one that I wouldn't consider, um, garbage, but I can tell you Nikki Hillary, um, she, is uh got so much garbage mail like i i didn't check my mailbox for three days um <clears throat> just because you know it was snowing it's busy this is good information this is like really good stuff this is what i was counting on for yeah. stuff like this go ahead sir. so go so ahead. like the nikki hillary pamphlets um yeah on the um so so what i do with those things i throw them on the floor of my truck uh, so when I'm getting in and out of the truck, the salty, sandy snow gets absorbed uh, in all of these, uh, you know, flyers and pamphlets. And then I just take them and I throw them in a trash can at some gas station or whatever um, because it, I just fill up my own trash too much. And, you know, and I, I got a dumpster to pay for. So the the uh, but the the garbage that came from the Nikki Hillary campaign is just like insane i mean the amount of money that they've got uh, when i tell you i have from three days of mail uh in my mailbox and so there is like i think four registered voters at that you know at that that go through that mailbox i believe you stack them all up it's got to be three and a half four inches thick oh, yeah i get Haley so much oh, and it's so annoying Nick, it was nick nikki hillary not nikki hillary. <laughs> nikki hillary she is hillary clinton really uh, oh yeah she's like hardcore pro warmonger <laughs> she's um, like let's bring all the useless uh people to this country open up the borders so they can collect welfare yeah I, and and there's a lot of talk she's um, a pro open borders republican 
Yeah. She's welcome to call in and clarify her stance if she doesn't feel Jay's doing it justice. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> she, she she can do that. But and 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 there's and and there's a lot of um you know support. Uh, she's got a tr- tremendous amount of Democrat support. Um, and you know, and the other thing is too well, is like I, I see. Can I interrupt you, sir? Go real ahead. quick. And this is one of the things that I kind of disagree with here. I I don't see that. I see the Democrats being more concerned about a possible uh, Nikki Hillary win uh, as opposed to Donald Trump. I think that uh, people uh, in the Democratic circles kind of have this thing like, okay, we already got this model figured out. You can come at us again. We're going to we're going to defeat you. But um, Nikki Haley, especially on her position on abortion and a couple of other uh, I, I call it social uh, uh, socially liberal Republican type issues, uh, you know, she's it makes people have that warm and fuzzy feeling because it's. Do you understand? I mean, I I, I think that there's more of a chance uh, for Hillary to beat Biden, to tell you the truth, and I I don't see how Democrats going out there and caucusing for uh, for kill Hillary or whatever her name is to uh, be productive for that whole movement. So it seems to me that they would be out there campaigning for Donald Trump. So I have like multiple routes that I travel monthly around New Hampshire. I cover quite a bit of ground here between just doing what I do in my routine and all of the um, places that are flying the, been flying these Ukraine flags for the cup, couple years they had in 2020 they had the biden signs you know the last 2022 election cycle for state rep they had all the democrats these guys have nikki hillary signs there Uh, and and so 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 that's what i'm noticing and also i have only seen i see trump stuff all over the place like there is just trump signs you you can't swing a dead cat you know going down the road without hitting a couple of trump signs um there i see trump signs all over rural new hampshire i see actually a bunch of trump signs on on uh, windows and uh porches in concord i was there today uh and you know that's our capital city here and then i and but the um I, I I do see, and and the Nikki Hillary signs are like everywhere. There's like no man's land. Like somebody doesn't own it. It's like on the side of like the state highway, or you know, in some median. There's a whole bunch of Nikki Hillary signs all over the place there, and her her campaign's definitely pouring some money, and especially on the road I live on, the state highway I live on, I like know exactly who the um, Democrats are, like, I I know, like, for example, I'm like, oh, when the mobs of hungry people come out of the cities, those poor people with their I support Democrat signs are going to be like the one, the houses that are first looted and ransacked because, you know, if anybody's paying attention, those guys don't have guns because they're like, you know, probably <laughs> anti-gun Democrats. Right. And a Democrat campaign sign is equal to saying this house is unarmed. Pretty much, mm-hmm. especially in New Hampshire, because. Well, um, I don't know about especially New Hampshire, because I've heard that more Democrats have guns in New Hampshire than a Democrat in like Massachusetts. Well, that's because more people. People in New Hampshire have guns, right? So uh, because it's so easy to own guns, and I've seen like pro-gun bumper stickers on cars that have Bernie Sanders bumper stickers, and it just confused my brain. Well, but only in New Hampshire. It, you, I, I can tell you if they have a Trump. Well, I've seen those in Washington too. Hmm. Washington, Oregon, the Bernie Sanders with the guns. Yeah, I see that here. Uh, the yeah. in um 
everybody I know that has a Trump sign in their front yard that I personally know that has a Trump sign has enough gun <laughs> and ammunition and you know bulletproof vests and whatever else you could think of like all the, they, they could like they can arm all of their neighbors. Yeah, I don't uh, doubt it. And and then all of their neighbors are like the same way. And I can tell you that the hardcore Democrats that I know, um, they're like, oh yeah, I got a you know a, a bat. A, I got a twenty two for shooting squirrels. Uh-oh. You know, or, or you know, I got a four ten shotgun. You know, single you know single barrel shotgun. You, you know, or breech load shotgun, whatever you call it. You know, for shooting the um for you know shooting a bobcat that's trying to eat my chickens or whatever. My grandma has. A very sweet lady that lives in california who loves hillary clinton she would tell my dad like it's fine i have a bat behind the door and my dad was like get rid of the bat they're just gonna beat you with it like she's an older woman <laughs> that was gonna make, be more of a liability but there is a whole bunch of these signs that Tell i see you have a, ni- uh, a, a knife next to the bed that might be helpful hmm. yeah um you know, i can maybe steal grandma Yeah, the only way grandma is going to be equal to a 250-pound, you know, thug that needs to get his next hit of whatever he's addicted to is by having a peacemaker and knowing how to operate it blindfolded, essentially. Uh, So, yeah, New Hampshire politics is interesting to where we have a Republican governor that wins by, like, a huge majority, but yet... On the same exact ballots, the Democrats win by a huge majority in, say, state representative position or, you know, county attorney or sheriff or, you know, whatever else. Um, you know, the, 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 that's, an, you know, an interesting thing. But also, it's another reason I just don't trust these voting machines. Um, and, and, now, and, what do you mean by voting machines? Do you, and this is where I think we could have an opportunity to iron something out here. When I say voting machines, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like to see stuff connected to the Internet. That's what makes me nervous about anything, stuff connected to the Internet directly, and then you, you, you have the possibility of, you know, corrupting the vote, you know. I'll tell you uh, what I mean by a voting machine. A machine okay. where you put your ballot in. And then you just walk away from it and you don't get a receipt. A machine that at the end of the night, the guy pushes a button and it has a little it has a little register thing that prints out a receipt and says, oh, we have X amount of ballots for, you know, candidate A and X amount of ballots for candidate B or votes or whatever. But that machine has software in it. It has a computer. I don't care if it's hooked up to the internet or not. Uh, that That's irrelevant, I think, uh, because th- like these Diebold voting machines, and I forget the name of the other company, um, they have proprietary software that not even Congress can look at. Not even the state representatives can look at. Nobody can look at this proprietary software because it belongs exclusively to this company. So, so, Knowing what little I know about computer programming and blockchain and like Bitcoin blockchain, for example, which is open source, means that anybody who knows how to operate a computer and look at this blockchain can examine it and see, uh, you know, where there might be a flaw or what's going on or at least look at this, you know, essentially digital accounting ledger and with confidence be like, oh, yes, uh, this all jives. You know, this agrees. That is not possible to voting machines. And these and, um, voting machines should be able to spit out a receipt and say exactly what your ballot says. And they right. have the ability to do that, but they yeah. will not make that function This should happen. be free and open source software. Yes. But also, um, apparently, you know how Malay, Javier Malay won in Argentina as an open ANCAP. Well, 
they had just implemented um, getting rid of the voting machines for the and this was the first election since then and uh, and cap wins. I don't I don't know if that's a coincidence. Thank you for the call, Chuck. It's free talk live. More coming up. 603-283-6160 is the phone number. That's 603-283-6160. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. 